What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Sheen Show. Me, Sean Sheen here on SureDog.com and Cage Warriors are back next Friday and Saturday night with two cards. Again, another uh, duology, as I like to call them, as Cage Warriors 1-3-5 goes down and 1-4-5 as well. Uh, a lot of Irish uh, representation on this card and a lot of the, the next breed, I suppose, of, of Irish MMA fighters on this. Uh, and I concentrate a lot on them, but... We have one title fight. We have an ex Dana White contender series at lead. We have some very, very, very experienced guys uh, on these cards as well. And there are two, there are two Ian Dean special cards with maybe not the biggest names on them or maybe not the biggest stars in Cage Warriors, but you could have a few future big stars and you have a lot of very very good fights as well and uh you know the, the last time uh, <laughs> the last time i recorded a cage warriors preview i did it with uh with brad wharton the cage warriors uh play-by-play -play guy and uh, unfortunately uh we had to record it twice because about 10 fights fell out i know so far one manny akpans fight on the second night uh isn't happening but they're looking for a replacement for him i'll talk about him uh, when i get to the uh, the second part of the preview here so that's uh, one i don't know by the time this video comes out there could be uh, there could be three or four more but bear with me and uh we will uh, we will get through it here um let me, let me start on the first night let me talk about the the main event for a second because you know, the the last time we had a Cage Warriors card, it was supposed to be Paul Hughes versus Jordan Vucinic in the main event. And I suppose if you look at the two of those, they're probably the more two of the most uh, noteworthy fighters by name uh, in uh, in Cage Warriors at the moment. A lot of that is down to the fact that they've both fought before. A lot of that is down to the fact they've both fought Margaret Charrier before, uh, and they're both obviously in that red hot. Uh, featherweight division that uh, that cage warriors have at the moment now for this one it doesn't have that main event but it has a very very uh a very very good fight a very good fight between two guys who are very good <laughs> if you want to just put it that way justin burlinson I remember last year talking, I think I had uh, Jake Smino on the podcast with me and he was telling me about how good Burlington is. And honestly, anyone in the UK who you talk to about Justin Burlington, they'd always tell you how good he is. And unfortunately, he got into the you know, the, the Dana White Contender Series mashup. He had a fight there. Uh, he ended up uh, losing in, in the first round there. And you know what? That Dana White Contender Series is a very, very uh, difficult thing for some people. Like, watching... Justin Burlinson's fight. He is a slow, methodical, intelligent fighter. And when you're asked to go out there and you need to get a finish, you need to impress, you need... That doesn't suit some fighters. And I feel like, having watched him there and gone back and watched some of his fights now, it just didn't It didn't really suit him. It really, really didn't suit him. And I think maybe he's the type of guy, go back, make a run at the Cage Warriors 170 title and try to get it that way. Like, he has some very good wins in his career. Beat Josh Plant in his second fight uh, over in Bama back in 2017. You know, Josh Plant, very, very tough guy. He's fought Kiefer Crosby and a good few guys as well. A very tough uh, guy on, on this season. You know, he also he beat David Bear uh the middle of last year in the Cage Warriors fight, and that was his only Cage Warriors fight before. 
he went over to uh, to the UFC. He, uh, he fought once in Bellator as well before that against Wendell Lewis. And he was supposed to fight Conrad Ivanowski. He was supposed to fight Bobby Pallet. He was supposed to fight Aaron Kelly. There was something with his contract with Bellator and before he went to Cage Wires and then obviously the, uh, the, the Dana White Contender Series. Thing. So it's been a really tough time. From 2019 up until 2021, he was kind of on the, uh, on the sidelines. He had two years out basically looking for fights, getting fights, fights getting cancelled and all. So... You know, I always see a fighter like that and I'm thinking cage warriors. Like, cage warriors is the place from they'll get two to three fights or three to four fights even every year if they're fit and ready and wanted and they can get on that path to get to the UFC, which is seemingly where he wants to go. You know, he was in Bellator and it didn't work out. So then the next path is to take that way to uh, to the UFC and he's in the right place to, to go and, uh, and to get there. Watching his opponent, Daniel Skibinski, this is... This is a tough fight. 18 and 6 in his career. He has beaten some really, really, really good guys. Uh, he's beaten uh, Pavel Pawlak. He's beaten Davy Gallen, who I watched fighting in Ireland um, a couple of weeks ago and had a great win over uh, who was Charlie Leary. Um, so he's fought some really, 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 really good guys. Even early in his career, he fought uh, Thomas uh, Ramakowski, who's gone on to do really good things over in KSW. Uh, and, you know, you just look at the records of some of the guys. He's fighting 13 and 3, guys with 25 fights, guys with 18. They even fought John Michael Shield, uh, who maybe is... Uh, a little bit longer in the two now, let's say, as he was back in the day. But coming off the loss uh, in the uh, uh, UAE Warriors um, in October of last year, had a few fights for them, fought in uh, Babylon as well before that. Uh, so now he's coming over to Cage Warriors. And look, when that happens, we can say it again, he's probably looking to get to the UFC. So he'll need to beat Justin Burlands in here. Um, I, I would say this is, look, as a lot of the Cage Warriors fights are and lots of MMA fights are these as two very well-rounded guys. Um, I think Kabinsky is a guy who will take his time looking for the takedown, whereas Burlington's more of a take-his-time-looking-for-the-strike kind of a guy. Now, that can change uh, in between fights as well, but I think Skibinski is is strong and you know he won his last, his last fight he won he won it via ground and bound with big big shots um very very dangerous guy i think borlinson will need to be smart about how he goes about this one you know take his time i believe it's three rounds if i'm not mistaken um uh it says three five here but i don't know that right is that right three yeah sorry three five minute rounds yeah yeah not five five three five minute rounds yeah so um you know, t- take his time as much as he can, I suppose. <laughs> Again, not give up the much against Skibitsky, but, you know, do, it, do what he needs to do as well. And I think if Barlinson... Look, there's two ways this can go. He can either have come out of that Dana White Contender Series fight and it'll G him up and it'll bring him to the next level, or it could set him back a bit. I think he'll G him up and bring him to the next level, but I think Skibinski is a very, very, very tough fight, and I'm looking forward to the odds coming out to see what the prices are on this, because it is um, it's a very interesting fight, and I'm looking forward to uh, to seeing that one. Um, the, the card, the rest of it, I'll go down through it, but I don't think it's been lined up yet. It looks like Ed Walls and Liam Gittings are the, the two guys in the co-man event. Uh, Gittings lost his... You know, opening two, or sorry, 
Walls last he's opening two fights in Cage Warriors, but that was against Steve Amiable and Aiden Stevens, so that's a pretty tough way to start your career uh, in Cage Warriors. Uh, he's down on 135 pounds now after the Aiden Stevens fight was at 140 and it was 145 pounds Steve Amiable. So this might be his preferred uh, his preferred weight class uh, here, I would say. Um, Liam Gittins, you know, he's been around for a, a good while now. He's Look at the the guys. He has fought over the last while. Kingsley Crawford, you know, got a great win a couple of weeks ago when he was the underdog. I don't think he should have been. Uh, Gerardo Fanny, who fought for the title in the fight before that, if I'm not mistaken. Brian Buland, Imre Somnes, Josh Reed, Adam Amis Singer. He's had some tough, tough matchups, and even more before that as well. I remember um, watching his was it his debut in the cage warriors against Kevin yeah Kevin Cardero back. Uh, Jesus, three or four years ago now at this stage, but this guy is is a really really good fighter, and he's fought the best of the best in Cage Warriors over the last while, and that's the way they do it in Cage Warriors. So that'll be a very very interesting fight uh, in that one there. Look, Gittins is a guy I suppose who <laughs> he's a lot, he's heavy hands and he's a finisher. You know, six of his seven fights have finished inside the distance, and for Walls, you know. He's had six finishes out of what, 10 fights or something like that as well. So, be interesting to see how that one goes as well. Very interesting as well. Paul McBain, last time myself and Brad spoke, he was supposed to be fighting Decky McAleenan uh, a couple of weeks ago uh, on short notice. I don't know why it fell through. I'm not exactly sure what happened. Maybe it was because the main event fell through and he just got moved off it. But uh, he's coming in here again. I suppose you could still call it on short notice. It's only a couple of. Uh, uh, a couple of weeks um, uh, of, of notice from that one again, but like I mentioned Steve Amiable earlier on, he's beaten Steve Amiable, beaten Sam Spencer, beaten Coleman Day, you know, he's only losses to Aiden Lee and, and James Hinden, two very, very, very good fighters in that division, James Hinden only fought for the title a couple of weeks ago, um, and Paul McBain will be taking on Federico Pasquale, <laughs> you know, whenever you see uh, an Italian signing for uh, for Cage Warriors, and they're like six and or something like that. You know, you need who's who's this guy? He's after fighting. He's after fighting another good one. And uh, we talk about finishes. Uh, five v six fights have have been finishes. Um, so you, you could you know what's going to happen there. That's going to be uh, a very good fight. And for Paul McBain, you know, in that division. Um, at a hundred, you know, whether he's fighting at one hundred forty-five pounds or he's gone up to one hundred fifty-five pounds for his last fight, uh, that division is wide open again now. Like, will Vucinic be off to the UFC? What's going to happen with Paul Hughes? Where is Charrier? Um, you know, we saw William Gomez actually fighting out in the UAE Warriors last weekend. So that division, there's been a lot of different contenders, a lot of very, very good people in it over the last while, but it's also kind of moving and, and shaking the whole time as well. So we'll see uh, where that goes. But that could be an interesting fight in that division, especially, I think, for uh, for Paul McBain, who is a top contender there. Um, I'll mention a couple of the other fights on the card, and then I will pop back to the Irish fights. I mentioned them all together. Uh, Matthew Byfield, who's three and one, is taking on Hugo uh, Gillian, a one and all fighter out of uh, out of France. Uh, there's some very kind of new up and coming fighters on this card. Uh, and Anger Sanchez, who's zero and zero, fighting Connor Wilson, two and one out of the UK. Uh, Emil Brown, who 
came in with a, a big, big uh, reputation into his uh, last fight against James Sheehan on 2-0. Oh, he'd beaten Joshua Wardy before that, who had, was three or four fights into his career at that stage. He fought Fabian Edwards back in the uh, in the uh, amateurs. So it'll be interesting to see him come back in there. He's fighting uh, Dan Hepworth, who uh, lost his pro debut uh, in, uh, in FCC back in 2019 and hasn't fought since then, but had a very good unblemished, uh, what was it, 6-0 record as a uh, as um, an amateur so that's uh, an interesting young young lads fight there as well uh, Antonio Sheldon 5-2 and two fighting uh, Mila Dahadi uh, uh, to open up the card and then uh, Dean Truman is back here fighting in the 145 pound division against uh, Giuseppe Ruggieri who's 7-0 and as well um, you know he's fought on, on a couple of those golden ticket uh, events which have been going on over in um, over in the UK and you know the guys coming through from that. A lot of them are very, very good fighters. So it'll be interesting to see how he gets on against you know Dean Truman. Seventeen fights into his career, but it feels like he's been around for a lot longer than that. His last three fights, if you look at them, George Hardwick, the basically basically the champion. You know you can nearly call him the interim champion this stage. And Joe McCulgan probably wouldn't even <laughs> disagree with that. One hundred and fifty-five pounds. Morgan Charrier, the former champion, one of the best guys they have in the one hundred forty-five pound division. And Mads Burnell. You know those. Okay, he's lost the three fights, but still, that that those fighters like before that he beaten Aiden Lee, beaten Lewis Monarch, uh, some really you know fought Adam Vinter back in there, fought Liam James, some unbelievable names there in in this scene on uh, on his record. So that's a very very interesting one, right? So to the Irish fighters, then let's talk about the two Shelley brothers first of all, uh, Ryan Shelley. Uh, and Adam Shelley, Adam Shelley is one and one. Ryan Shelley is uh, three and zero. Oh. And these guys came through the the taekwondo scene over here. They're fighting out of Team KF um, in Dublin under Chris Fields and Tom King. Um, Adam Shelley, he he lost his opening fight of his career to Kenny Mokahana, who actually fought last week uh, over in uh, I think it was was it at UAE Warriors? Let me just check here. Uh, it was yeah to go to 3-0 and in his career. So he's another top prospect coming through. He's actually a brother of uh, of Franz Malambo, which a lot of people would know, the former um, veteran of Bellator and the current champion over in FEN and the Combache, um tournament winner from last year as well. So, you know, there's good breeding there with, with, with Kenny. So he's a top prospect coming through. So no shame in Adam Shelley losing to that one. And Ryan Shelley as well, his brother. Look, watching both of them fight, it's very interesting to see the way they fight with the big, long, open stance and the huge, fast kicks from the outside and the hands are improving at all times. And look, you can see him up there behind me. Where is he there? Wonderboy. You know, you, you, they remind you a little bit of Wonderboy. The elusive striking on the outside... The thing about it is as well, when you're fighting in clan wars and in other places and in smaller shows, you have the smaller cage and it's it's a lot tougher. I think them lads will absolutely love getting into the cage warriors cage, fighting in that bigger cage, fighting on a more professional show. I think will apps and not to not to slay any of the other shows, but you get what I mean, you know. I think that will really, really suit him. And it will suit a game like that as well. Uh, I I like those type of fighters, as you could see by, you know, the MVP thing behind me and the Anderson Silva and the Kimbo one as well. Those are my type of fighters. I love those strikers from the outside, high kickers. So these are lads, you know, whose um, careers you could follow for years. And we'll see they'll either be very, very good or, they, you know, they won't. But 
Chris Fields is one of these guys. I don't think if they were ready, he wouldn't be allowing them to fight or he wouldn't be putting them in that position. And it's a great time for Team KF. Um, um, what was I going to say? Uh, Omran Shaban has uh, has signed with him and Takamandu as well has signed with Cage, whereas both of them signed there in the, the last week. That was reported over in Severe Miss. So a lot, a lot, a lot of Team KF fighters uh, underway in uh, in Cage Warriors at the moment, and it's a big, big time for Irish MMA uh, in Cage Warriors. On this card as well, Caelan Lochran uh, is fighting uh, Orekal on this card. He's 4 0 in his career, but this is maybe the, <laughs> the 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 next step of his career because he fought, you know, some of the some of the the cans we'll say. Let's put it that way on the UK scene uh, to open up his career. His last two fights maybe not as bad, but um, you know when you see Reece Street on that record, you know it's not great. But he's in Cage Warriors now, and that doesn't happen in Cage Warriors. So you you could almost say he's making his debut again <laughs> here. And watching Kellen Lockren, he is a similar title. Do you know what? If the two lads, Shelly brothers, are kind of kicking from the outside, he's kind of punching from the outside. He has, like, a forward-leaning stance, hits really hard, counters really well. I'm excited. You know, watching some of his fights back today, before I do this, this is a guy I'm really excited about and really excited about seeing him going to the next level and seeing where he can take this career. And Cage Warriors is the perfect place to do that. So, big, big fight here for uh, Kayla Lochran as well. And uh, James Sheehan then, I suppose, is the most senior of the Irish fighters fighting on, on this card this weekend. Um, he's taking on Carol Mishak, who's a, another guy who is a very strong wrestler and looks for a lot. Although I watched two of his fights, and now one of them, it was in a cage, and he did a lot of wrestling. Another one was in a ring, and he did almost no wrestling. So I don't know if it was that... That was down to the ring or that was down to the opponent and the way he fights. So I'm not... Sh- it's a tough one. When you see a fighter like that, right, they do two completely different things and two completely different fights. It's tough to know. But for James Sheehan, I don't know has anyone had a tougher start to their pro career than James Sheehan. In his first... Um, two of his first three fights, he fought the middleweight champion in Cage Warriors that, after that, uh, Matthew Brown. And he fought Ian Gary in his third fight. Went to a decision with both of them. So that tells you how good James Sheehan is. He's a 3-2 three and, three and two record. But that three and two record, you can throw that out because of the the um, uh, the amount of people he's fought and the, the quality of wins or the quality of uh, opponents he has. Forget about that three and two record. This guy is a very very good fighter. Be- as I mentioned, beat him Neil Brown uh, in his last fight. He's on a two fight win streak now. If he goes to three fights in a row, I think that's more where James Sheehan is fighting out of the, the fame team Rhino Jim uh, in Dublin as well. You know, training with Paul Redmond and training with uh, you know Dean Barry is there now. I believe as well, making his UFC debut in a few weeks. And uh, you know Neil Seary and, and and obviously under the tutelage of Andy Ryan. A great gym for anyone to be at, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing James Sheehan here again. A very well-rounded fighter, strong, good hands, good wrestling, and good jiu-jitsu as well, the whole lot. Uh, beat, uh, obviously, Kieran Sturrock by a rear naked choke there in uh, 2020, So uh, and, and won his, uh, his other fight as well against Dylan Manning, he won by a rear naked choke as well, so uh, very good on the ground. Uh, right, let's move on to Cage Warriors 136. Um, I suppose this is... This is maybe a, a, a less uh, Irish interest one, but it, uh, the main event here, cracking main event. Cr- absolutely cracking main event. And I will get to, to that in a second. Um, some of the things on the undercard I, I will skim through here. Um, 
Reese uh, McEwen is fighting Sam Spencer. My good friend Harry Williams wrote an article on Sam Spencer. He's had a very tough time over the last while. You know, he hasn't fought since uh, back in 2019, and it's good to see him back. You know, he's had some some big fights in uh, in uh, in cage wires, and it's good to see him back back in the uh, and that scene as well, and fighting in FCC and other places as well. Um, obviously, he's taking on Reese McEwen. You've been Reese against Liam Malloy. That Manny Akban fight. If you haven't seen Manny Akban, I hope they get him match up and I hope they get him back on this card because this guy, you know, if you can look at the lads behind me again, this guy is Anderson Silva making his, you know, his fifth fight. He throws spinning kicks. He hits hard. He's one of the most exciting fighters you'll see at this level. He is so, so fun to watch. And anytime Manny Akban is fighting, I'll be watching. So hopefully Indian and Graham Boylan can find him a matchup here because I will certainly be tuning in to uh, to see him fight on this one. Um, another interesting name. He's one and one on the card. Uh, Michael Chukmu, who is a guy who fights out of Newcastle in the uh, north of England, and um, he is he's just uh, from all the lads up there telling me he's a very very good fighter. He's fighting uh, Peter uh, Chiminki, who's five and one fighting out of Poland. Um, it'd be interesting to see that one as well. He's fought uh, you know a few times. Uh, on the uh, on the UK scene before fighting in Cage Steel and other places as well against some good lads, so that's a, a kind of a stick out one there on uh, on that uh, part of the card. Mick Stanton is back as well, you know he's fighting uh, Alexis Fontes. Stanton has been around the, the block as well a bit. He's fought Matters Flaminas, fought Aaron Khalid, fought the former champion James Webb. You know, only made his debut back in 2016, but it feels like he's been around longer than that. Fought Matt Bonner as well. So he, he's fought a who's who in that division, and it's uh, it's nice to see him back. Um, Fontes is 4-1, uh, fighting, out of, uh, fighting out of France, and this is his uh, first fight in cage, whereas he fought in Brave uh, back in 2019. Uh, was uh, due to fight a couple of times in between it, but those uh, those fights fell out, probably the pandemic again. So there, as well, there, a lot of fights on this card, you see a lot of... You know, there's Finnish fighters here. There's lads from Poland. There's lads from obviously the UK and France, and it's the world is opening back, and there's more fighters becoming available, and more fights becoming available, and more places on cards as well. I was talking to lads above at Bellator there. Uh, you know, Keen Cowley and Lee Hammond and other guys, and they were saying we spent the last two years begging looking for fights we couldn't find them anywhere and now we're getting offered three fights in the same weekend <laughs> and there's fights all over the place um so it's really a great time for a local mma again it is uh it's you know back back in force really and it's uh, it's great to see these fighters being able to get out and as well the fighters who maybe we haven't been able to see on on the scene in the last while are popping back into it again uh G- G- anderson castro i suppose would might be another one of those uh he lost last time out to andreas binder who's another one of the top irish prospects coming through he's fighting ross the Mac-Man coming up in the show very soon so it'll be interesting to see uh, him there he lost uh, to Sam Slater a, a while back but he's you know he fought Pedro Carvalho as well on the uh, on the, the cage legacy uh, the, you know in, in cage legacy as well he's fighting out of um, you know he's fighting out of, of Ireland as well so it'd be interesting to, to see uh, where uh, how he goes in, in cage wires and uh, he doesn't have an easy matchup to start off against Alexi Mantikivi who was a top fighter. He fought Reese McKean. He's come back fight to 
uh, Cage Warriors before that he fought Mason Jones so he's not getting any easy ones you know he lost to Jack Grant he's a win over Sardin back so that tells you how good that Alexi Mendikivi is and that was you know it was a few years ago now at this stage 2016 but still a win over Sardin back is a win over Sardin back and that's a big uh, an opportunity for Castro there and we'll see how he gets on Kieran Lister back here again he's fighting Jan Quenings uh, whose name I absolutely butchered but Kieran Lister is always Always, always a fixture in the 155-pound division. Okay, he lost to Figlack and he lost to Joe McCulgan, but that draw against Decky McAleenan still keeps him in there. I'd love to see that fight maybe... Um maybe, maybe uh, ran down again. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens in this one. But, you know, uh, his opponent, Jan, hasn't fought since 2018. Uh, he fought Philip Malpeter and Cage Warriors back in the day. So it's interesting to see uh, how, how he looks. He was supposed to fight last year, but that long out of the cage it'll be a, it'll be an interesting watch uh adam cullen then the, one of the you know one of the best uppercomers in cage warriors against El Haji. luke riley is a guy who always sticks out to me he's fighting out of uh, paddy pimblett's gym in liverpool next generation and he looks superb in his opening couple of fights he fought uh camille uh, winishak who is uh, an irish prospect coming through uh, out of team kf um and you know, when you beat him, you know you're a very good fighter. That was his first fight. That was back in uh, last October. He fought in uh, December again. So he's back out here uh, fighting against Jack Elgin, you know, who is also 2-0, um, uh, who, you know, won in the Cage Warriors Academy a couple of fights starting in 2020. Um, in the amateurs, he fought Nick Bagley and Nathan Fletcher and a few others as well. Kieran Mulholland, who's the top prospect here, fought Mohamed Makayev even in the amateurs. He, okay, he lost most of those fights, but still, he has that experience, and that should be an interesting test uh, for Luke Riley there. Um, Dylan Nazan is 7-0. He's, like, you know, won his last, what, two fights in a row uh, in cage wires, beat Josh Reed and Scott Malone, so he's one of the top prospects coming through. He's fighting uh, Raminsan uh, Bruno from... Uh, fighting out of uh, Spain but originally from uh, Brazil uh, and you know you've seen his record he's a lot of submissions a few arm bars a few knee bars and things like that has beaten uh, Pedro Minga um, so yeah that'll be uh, an interesting one as well uh, right the one guy I could not find any tape on uh, is Dan Juice, and maybe someone if they can find it for me he's 7-1 I couldn't find any of those eight fights. I couldn't find them anywhere he's fighting crazy harsh Josh Reed. Josh Reed, another guy, if you haven't seen his fight against Nathaniel Wood, go to Fight Pass right now and watch it. This guy is one of the most exciting fighters in the world. Um, one of the you know one of the Welsh fighters doing so well at the moment, and I would love to see Josh Reed get a big run of fights and get maybe into a title fight or get a run to the UFC or somewhere like that. He deserves it. Uh, and that, I, look, uh, Josh Reed fight, I guarantee it'll be fun. I've never seen uh, his opponent. I couldn't find him. I looked for a video on him. So, you know... Unless he's terrible. Unless he's terrible, this should be a good fight. Uh, and in the top two fights of the weekend, uh, Aaron Aby and Gerardo Fanny in the co-main event first. You know, Fanny came into Cage Wires and I watched a couple of his fights for um, he signed and he looked really, really good. But he met Jack Cartwright, you know, and got beaten down badly by Jack Cartwright. But he's bounced back and he's won two in a row, beat Connor Hignett and Liam Gittins, finished both of them in the second round. So that's a big, big... Um, 
run there for him. He actually lost to Dan Dewey's uh, a couple of <laughs> fights ago, and I haven't been able to find that one either. I was trying to kill two birds with the one stone, but no. Uh, but Aaron Aby as well has been on um, a, a, a good run over the last while. Okay, he lost to Sam Creasy, but beating Samir Fadeen, you know, uh, made his debut all the way back now it seemed 2013 but he had a, a bit of time off in the middle of that as well fighting a lot in fcc and cagers you know he's really worked uh, his way up to where he is at the moment beating the likes of conor egan fought andy young uh back in 2016 so you know you know he's a guy who deserves uh that type of uh, opportunity and then a co-main event here a big big fight he could be you know the winner of this could be fighting uh, uh for the uh, 135 pound title uh, next so massive fight there in that one and in the main event um jatty milan and christian leroy duncan both undefeated jatty milan eight and oh uh came in in his last fight uh as the underdog and if you watch my betting show here i gave him uh to win against matthew bonner and that he did very very it's very hard but waits and waits and waits for that big takedown and is really good on the ground strong strong game Size might be an issue here against Christian Leroy Duncan. He's not the biggest middleweight in the world. And Christian Leroy Duncan, he is a big middleweight now. Uh, Milan, 5'11". Christian Leroy Duncan, 6'2". Um, and, you know, we've seen what he did in his last three fights. Look, Okay, one of them was against Will Curry, and it was a bit weird. But they had the rematch. And, you know, he destroyed him, basically, in, in that matchup, uh, overpowered him. And then Justin Moore, if you, anyone has seen a picture of Justin Moore, you know, overpowering him is a tough thing to do. And that's what Christian Leroy Duncan did there as well. So this could be a real, real battle if there is a takedown battle. And, you know, maybe they'll, <laughs> you know, maybe they'll out, outweigh each other and it'll turn into a kickboxing matchup or something like that. But, oh, this is a very interesting fight. Both guys hit hard as well. Um... I'm. I don't know which one this one will go. Which way this one will go? Honestly, there's a little bit more on Jaddy Milan because he's been around, you know, for a few fights longer. But I think Christian Leroy Duncan is a very, very good fighter as well, and I find it hard to to pick a winner in that one. But you know, we can we can tune in and and we can see who wins it anyway. And that's for the 185 pound title, you know. Uh, th that title is a title who's that's been kind of passed around over the last while. Obviously, we know Matt Bonner. Uh, had the title uh, before that. He um, he won it from Natias Frederick and James Webb had it. So, you know, James Webb is still knocking around there. I don't know what Natias Frederick is doing because, you know, he lost that one fight and that was back in 2001, the summer of 2001. So, it was only, it's less than a year, I suppose. So maybe, uh, maybe there's no need to panic yet. But, you know, everyone thought he was kind of getting to the UFC. 39 years of age is the only thing with him, but he's such a good fighter. I would, it would be a shame if we didn't see him back, but hopefully we will see him back and maybe he could fight the winner of uh, of this main event so um yeah as i say i'll try to keep you updated on any of the fights that fall out or anything like that over on twitter give me a follow at chanchi and ba um cage warriors will have the update anyway uh, as well throughout the week um and friday and saturday night over on ufc fight pass uh these uh, both of these cards are on so um you know definitely um definitely tune in from if you haven't watched cage warriors before if you're over in the uk or somewhere like or in the us or somewhere like that it's definitely um Great, it's great production, great commentary, and everything. It's it's always a fun uh, a fun watch. So definitely tune in and, and check out Cage Warriors. All right, I will leave it at that. Thank you to everybody for listening and watching. My name is Sean Sheehan for Shardog.com, and I'll see you all next time.